you are listening to the Spine Whisperers podcast. Please know that our doctors are here to only educate, not diagnose on this podcast. If you have any questions, please feel free to find us at www.mfwellness.org. Oh, we're back. Happy holidays. Back streets, back. All right. Thanks, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. We, um, we've been gone a little bit. Um, every four weeks, we break a volume record. And we tell ourselves, hey, we, we're, we're full. <laughs> like, hey, we, this is getting crazy. And no then mas, no mas. The problem with a referral practice is like it's someone's mom. Somebody's mom needs help. What are we going to do? Say no? So we're usually day before we, Thanksgiving. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. can't say no. No, and, and it's, so and it's and like it's right. Intense. All the people we've been taking care of for twenty years—they're back from school. They're back in town. They want to get adjusted. Like, what are we? We're not going to say no. And so um, we have been seeing patients over lunch, and uh, it's been biting into the um, podcast time. So sorry, but today, today we have a really special one. I, um, as you know, I like to keep my. My eyes to the research world, you know, my former home. And now uh, we got a really great research study that was done. And it was just published last month. Excuse me, this month. This month, yeah. Yeah, in the Annals of Vertebral Subluxation Research. So a couple of quick things. One, there is a lot of research journals devoted to chiropractic. You know, people are like, there's no research. There's tons. People are just weird. So that's the first thing. Secondly, um, this research project was just published. It was just carried out this summer. And so uh, a little background is from, from the authors. So the potential for chiropractic adjustments in livestock has been explored for its potential benefits on the overall growth, health, uh, growth rate, and meat quality. Previous studies have indicated that chiropractic adjustments could enhance palatability mm. and overall well-being of livestock. However, its effects on commercial poultry production and sustainable agriculture remain unclear. If you're still with us, if you aren't dying laughing at this point, I got to tell you, yeah, it's wild. It's wild. So their premise is like, hey, animals have been getting adjusted a long time. And we noticed some changes in the animals that get their spines checked, you know. And so for their materials and methods for their study, they took 50 broiler chickens. They acquired them as hatchlings and they were assigned to two groups, a control group and an adjusted group. Then the adjusted group received chiropractic adjustments. And the control group got none. Everything else was set the same. Identical conditions. Housing, feed, and care. And it was done at the residence of experienced poultry farmers. So they went to a chicken farmer's farm. And they got these people out there. The chiropractic group, they were getting their spines checked on the regular for any restrictions into their little chickeny vertebra. (laughs) Right? At 65 days of age, the chickens were harvested. And the weight was recorded. The meat from both groups underwent a blind taste test involving 32 participants. And where are you going to get 32 participants for a blind taste test of chicken? You know. The county fair. The county fair. Yeah. <laughs> so the results, right? Here we go. The initial weights of both groups were identical. Within the first eight days, the control group had a 12% mortality rate. Right, so they so that's you know significant. The adjusting group had a zero percent mortality rate, so no chicken in the adjusted group died, but twelve percent of the control group did. Mm-hmm. Yep. At harvest, the adjusting group had a live weight of fifty six point eight kilograms total for all of them added up, 
and a dressing percentage of 66%. So dressing percentage after you field dress them, you know, that's just the carcasses, okay? In comparison, the control group had a live weight of 50.68 kilograms. So there's a six kilogram difference across, you know, 50 something chickens, uh, total live weight and a 64% dressing percentage, right? So a little bit more meat in the other chickens, but you can kind of explain it because 12% of the other chickens died. So they don't indicate here whether they corrected for that discrepancy, you know. In the taste test, 75% of the people preferred the adjusting group's chicken, citing reasons such as juiciness, <laughs> tenderness, and better flavor. Only 16% of people preferred the control group when they were allowed to taste both of them. And 9% couldn't tell the difference at all. I wanted to talk about this so that we can just put this out there. Uh, isn't it great that research like this can go on? I think it's absolutely hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. It does, you know, first of all, the control groups are real. It's a small study, like no question. Like, come on, you know, 25 chickens, you know, that's a very small control group. However, it does have results that are significant, you know, like it's still got significant results. It's still an indicator that more research can be done. And it gives us a, it gives us some insight as to how to run a larger test. You know, but where are you going to get enough people to adjust that many chickens? Right, and but, that's that's what right. the that's what the follow up and the synopsis. Yeah, says. And like, hey, yeah exactly. This is great, right. but how are we going to how are we going to find oh. all these animal chiropractors to right. adjust all this livestock? Right, and the, and they use a lot of keywords like, "Hey, this is really interesting." It's too small of a study to make any big predictions, but it's interesting information, and that's where most of the studies come from. It's like, well, let's try this. Well, that was dumb. Well, let's try this. That was dumb. These small group sizes and then, of course, the case study, you know, those are, you know, nothing's as good as the double blind, you know, or the, or the RCT. But even being able to do this, I think it's just absolutely fascinating that it could even produce a result at all. Now, where are you going to get enough chiropractors to adjust chickens at that scale? I don't know. But if you tell Tyson Chicken that you're going to have an increase in the amount of chicken weight at harvest and it's going to taste better... And someone there's gonna be, and there's going to be less chickens, less dead dying, chickens, which means that there's like, are less. You, right, there's, right. There's, it's, it's insane. You, it's insane. And we didn't even talk about. You know, I know we're going to harvest the chickens, but we're not even talking about the the immune boost that you're getting from getting adjusted. Oh yeah. And if you get adjusted like that, and you're a chicken, and you don't have to take those antibiotics, um, Purdue's biggest thing right now is like we don't give our chickens antibiotics. Right. And it's like you get you get in league with something like that, and now nuts. now their their weights increased, mortalities decreased. Yeah, I thought the whole tick series that we did was going to be the one of the wildest things we've covered, but it turns out there's these chiropractors yeah. out there just going nuts. So, um, animal chiropractic is a thing, and it's been a thing for a very very long time. Now, to get to be an animal chiropractor, you go to chiropractic school or you go to veterinary school, and then you have graduate work at the chiropractic college for animal animal sciences animal Kansas I think is the yeah, closest there's, one yeah there's there's only a couple it's a really really rare breed that are animal chiropractors they're a special breed of people and animal chiropractors are either veterinarians so doctors of veterinary medicine or they're doctors of human chiropractic so that's two interesting ways to get there the one group gets there from working on humans and then they decide to like animals the other group likes animals and stays with animals it's wild <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I have to say. I just wanted to talk about that for just a second. Listen, you want you want to have a knockdown, drag out, great Thanksgiving turkey. You got to get that turkey spine. That's jacked. what I was thinking. Let's I mean, I had around. a good turkey 
on Thursday, but mm-hmm. imagine if that turkey had been a Yeah, imagine if you'd have got that turkey regularly. in like March, been checking him on the regular. Yeah. Bam. Juicy. My brother in law has a great big turkey over his house. I'm going to be checking that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ted, you, you, Ted you, the turkey. He'll be like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'll like, just, oh, uh, you know, teaching this turkey who's boss, first yeah. of all, but yeah. Because <laughs> that turkey chases my wife around, left it right. Uh, Scares her to death. She won't even get out of the, the mule. Oh, yeah. I'm just thinking about that as a profession, too. I mean, if, oh. if you're one of these animal chiropractors and uh, you get signed on by Tyson, spend your whole day. Oh, man. Justin, I didn't even think about that. Justin some chickens. Yeah, I wonder if they turkeys, would like, maybe. If they would, he would have like a quota. You have to adjust 50, 50 chickens a day at least. Oh, yeah. 100, maybe. I could probably do 50 chickens. You would ha- you would, it would have to be an assembly line, and you would have to have them marked. And then you would have to do notes. You have to what? Oh, soap note, <laughs> dude. No. Yeah. Subjective. Yeah. It would Cluck. be it would be a travel card. You Sir, know what I'm saying? You would it would be an objective. I don't. It wouldn't be a subjective. No. Like, why am I just in six vertebrae on this a, chicken? It would be objective. It would. You would Pecan. have to put them through like. But God. What is a? How do you determine what? What bones are out of place in a chicken? Yeah, I know there's there's tightness, swelling, all that. Yeah, you gotta palpate that, that chicken. Right. So you gotta get your hands on that chicken. So how many vertebrae are in a chicken? I don't what, know. What bones are most subluxated in a chicken? It's gotta be the occiput from all that pecking. You would think, but I don't know. I see one without the peck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus they get the wrapper peck. They gotta get their like there's they a gotta lot. get their gizzards full. Yeah. Chickens can fly to a certain extent, correct? Ah, uh, yeah. To a certain extent. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. So it just depends like, on the chicken. If you're a chicken farmer, mm-hmm. are are you messing with the wings? Yeah. Will are that you, affect yeah. their... Are you going to want more agile chickens? Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about further testing, too. Like, yeah. are the eggs different in Shoot. hands that have been adjusted? Bigger eggs? Oh, my gosh. That's, that's like an offshoot. That's a spinoff, right? What are mm-hmm. they, isn't that what they call that? Mm-hmm. Then we'll start looking series? at cows. Oh, my God. Add them to the mix. Cow adjusting. I can't even. I've seen it twice, and it's just like, are you kidding me? It is. That's a whole day. That it's would, an that unreal would, amount. You wouldn't of, be adjusting fifty cows a day. You couldn't. Oh my gosh, no. It's like you're hanging onto that thing. That's like the time we almost adjusted that cow we found in the woods. Remember yeah. that? The cow was lo- that cow was looking for it. We could have adjusted it. Big Jim had you just lay it on its neck. Lay on its neck. Yeah. Back it out of it. <laughs> Watch out, it's gonna be mad. Like you think it's been in this tree for three days. Dude. Uh, Those are the days. Um, I took that study and I brought it out to a couple of patients that were laying on the table, mm-hmm. and I just said, "Hey, just uh, you guys can't go anywhere, so I'm just going to read this to you." Oh, I know it's the best. And then one of the patients was like, "So does that mean that you're making my meat juicier when That's you adjust right. me?" And I'm like, "Well, in theory, yes, infinitely juicy." Yeah. So immediately, patients yeah, were come like, in here and get oh, your spine so, check. I, "So I'm more juicy. Nice. That's real right. Nice. 100 yeah. percent juicier." Awesome. Yeah, our um, our anesthesiologist that we take care of, he he thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever heard. He's like, "What are you guys doing?" You know, <laughs> what a pleasure. Anyway, um, that's really it. That's what I wanted to talk about. But yeah, and you can really correlate that to like the reason why we promote and we talk about getting adjusted at an early age. And if you're not, if you've never got your spine checked before, come get it checked. Like the reason why we do that is because. To increase quality of life. Mm-hmm. And really, there are people that come in here that have no idea that they can survive and thrive without pain, without drugs, without people telling them not to do stuff. So it's it, chickens don't have a voice, but you do. So make sure you get your spine checked. Nice, bro.
That was a really good one. Yeah. yeah. We know a lot about what adjustments do, but we don't know the full extent. And um, there's not a lot you can take from this study other than it's pretty entertaining. And, um, you know, we've got some really wild results. That obviously, more and the mortality studies. rate, I think, is one of the biggest. Yeah. It's incredible. Zero. Is it, the got, group. is it because they got touched every day? Every day or how, I don't know how long yeah, they were checking. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the thing. paying with, attention, you know? Like, yeah. That's the deal with with newborns too. When you have someone that if if you have a premature baby and you you take all the safety precautions when someone's handling the baby, but having a, a nurse that just does that, that just checks on the baby, that holds the baby, that that does does the good touch with the baby, that increases body weight. So right there, uh, without getting adjusted, you're already doing something well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's so many really cool potential. Uh, studies that are out there. It is, and then we're we're in here adjusting patients. Like maybe we should do like a like a research wing or something. How long does it take to get to be an animal chiropractor? Probably a while. I forget. We a had Doctor Certain on here, and, and he half. he told us, but oh, it's uh, us. we have to go back and listen to the podcast. No I problem. Guess. I'm on it. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I do think it takes over a year. Yeah, it's got to. I forget what he said. Certain weekends you have to spend your time there. Oh yeah. In I know he went somewhere in Kansas. Somewhere in Kansas. So not that many prestigious i'll look that up and uh that's what we'll start off with our uh next we'll, we'll follow up a nice. little follow up okay all right for myself dr josh dr brad all right thanks for yep. turning in and listening and if you have any questions please email me at dr matt at mfwellness.org a big thank you goes to hug monster sound for all the hard work they put into making us sound so great 